Hello, welcome to episode 16 of Not Just Yoga. So it's been a busy few weeks, uh, lots of gardening, archery, I had my second vaccine, I've also started a new job, so as well as working at the reading rooms and being a yoga teacher, I now also work part-time on a mental health helpline and there's so much new technology. I mean, it's maybe not that much relatively but it seems like overload to me figuring out a new phone and various login details for several programs i constantly feel like a beginner but hopefully as with most things it'll get better with experience that's what i keep telling myself another new thing with technology is we've had an alexa we're still getting used to each other so here's an example of something that I asked Alexa in the early days. Me, Alexa, play one of my playlists. Alexa, sure, because she, she says sure and I say sure. Here is your playlist on Amazon Music. Christmas music starts. Me, Alexa, next song please. Alexa plays another Christmas song. Me, Alexa, not Christmas songs. Here is a station you might like. And it's a Christmas music station. Alexa, it's July. And then silence. Alexa, play one of my playlists. It turns out I only had the one playlist, so I'm currently rectifying that. I mean, you couldn't make it up, could you? I messaged one of my friends, Dave, who I know has got an Alexa. Or should that be, has Alexa? Don't know. Don't quite know the correct uh, term for it. He helpfully suggested that I ask her to sing me a song. I won't spoil it by saying what she sang, but if you haven't tried it and you've got access to Alexa or an Alexa, give it a go. Something I have been doing that doesn't require technology is smashing up lumps of concrete and filling up a skip. It's just mystifying how one garden can have so much unexplained concrete that serves no real purpose just lumps i honestly could tell people that we've got lumps of it round the back because the garden was just full of it one last thing again something really tiny i've been one of those people that actually downloads a ringtone rather than using what the phone's got and i downloaded the nightmare theme even though my phone's always on silent so nightmare um, spelt with a K, so you know, like a Knigit. Um, it's that program that used to be on in the late 80s, early 90s, and the man had a beard, he had dark hair, and he was like the dungeon master. And this group of friends used to work together and go through this computer simulation, and they'd have to avoid spiders and goblins and all sorts but they were wearing a helmet so they couldn't see and they were guided by the friends so you have got to have a really close-knit team and be able to trust where your friends are sending you for that to work um there are videos of it on youtube if you want to have a look if you don't know what i'm on about right after just listening back to that section about nightmare i've decided to look on wikipedia and just read to you what wikipedia says it is this children's television series features teams of four as they face perilous challenges in the fantasy world of Nightmare Castle. Hugo Moyet, 
stars as tree guard of Dunshelm, who invites the contestants into the castle as they begin a series of computer-generated and hand-drawn games. I don't remember any of them being hand-drawn, that's good. One member of the team is selected as the Dungeoneer to take on the physical aspect of the games, whilst the other three watch from a screen and give the player advice. The aim is to complete three levels and get out of the dungeon, collecting various items along the way. And its first episode date was 7th of September 1987, and it finished on the 11th of November 1994. There were 112 episodes altogether. So yeah, have a look on YouTube. Uh, You're in for a treat. Moving on to our second section, which is home yoga practice. Wiggy has really been getting in on the action with a lot of the videos I've been filming. I mean, it's just easier to wait for him to lie down by the mat rather than trying to keep him out of the room or keep him quiet. So it will probably be seen in even more of my social media posts from now on, if that's possible. And Wiggy posts definitely get more interaction. I've done a few posts on my muscle of the month, which is hamstrings. Mine are tight, so again, I try and show variations with my videos and my photos and also in class because not everybody has got the same level of mobility or flexibility and it's always good to have different modifications depending on what your body allows you to do. Now, for the yoga in the outside world section, I'm going to talk a little bit about Wim Hof or probably quite a lot about Wim Hof. He's also known as the Iceman. You may have heard of him, he's, he's quite well known all over the world. And his theory is that you use your autonomous system to regulate your heart rate. And he talks about the main things of breathing, yoga, meditation and cold showers. And I think with the cold showers you're going to have willpower more than anything. There's a big element, he says, of discipline and accountability. So when I was looking up information about him i came across a blog post by anthony shiva kumar that he'd written in let's just have a look uh april 2017 and i read what he'd put and he went through the wim hof method and it detailed you know the bits he found really beneficial he also detailed about how difficult he found it at times that took me to the wim hof method website which states it's a practical way to become happier healthier and stronger there are three main pillars so i mentioned earlier um some of the main things but these pillars are breathing cold therapy and commitment so the idea to talk about Wim Hof is that Mark first mentioned it to me a few weeks ago as his boss uses it to help train for triathlons I had my doubts to be honest but after reading various articles it seems that a study was conducted by Radboud University in 2011 or should that be 2011? I know people say different things, which showed he was able to voluntarily influence his autonomic nervous system. He often submits himself for studies and has shown that what may have once been thought of as scientifically impossible, well, it isn't. It's about reconnecting us to ourselves, Wim Hof says, as well as to others and to nature. And this idea fits in really well with my yoga outlook it's about 
learning about yourself and how you fit in with others and the world around you i decided to sign up for the free mini class three videos the first one talks about breathing and inhaling into the belly chest and head which i tried but i found the concept of breathing into the head quite odd he said it should not be done while swimming or driving as it can send you light-headed so as i say i tried it and i'm so used to telling people on a regular basis you know breathe into your belly or your abdomen or your lungs or your chest but never into your head i can understand where he's coming from but again i just found it an odd thing to do and i, I couldn't get to grips with it the second video was about the power of cold therapy he discusses the physiology and the benefits and I'm just going to say watch the video rather than me try to explain all these benefits. Then he shows us his shower that's outside. He has a warm one first to open up the veins, arteries and capillaries. So the blood flows towards the skin, which is good for the skin and vascular system. And then he moves on to the cold one. He prepares for this with deep conscious breathing and he sets his mind to it. He puts his hands in first, then his feet while his body acclimatises to the cold he uses the breath and he says build up start you know with a few seconds maybe five seconds then 10 seconds 15 seconds moving on to 30 seconds he said it's good for vascular fitness the body learns to adapt then he does this weird little dance roars and makes his dog jump which you know that it's worth watching the video just for that the third video talks about commitment. I mean, how many times do you start something and give up? We all do it. You know, we have the best of intentions and then things happen or we get busy, we forget. And it's all about the power of intention. And I start yoga like this, my yoga sessions. I ask people to set an intention or in yoga it's called a sankalpa and to think about that intention throughout the lesson and we often end the session with repeating your intention to yourself. Wim Hof basically says just go and do it. The mind is a powerful thing and you've basically got to make it work for you. So those are the mini class segments. I'd be really interested to know if anyone's going to give it a go. Now we move on to the eyes, ears, seen and being part. But this time it's going to be a little different and I'm going to talk about the ears first as there's a connection, quite a large connection between the eyes and the seen part. So things I've been listening to um, via Alexa and also via good old CDs is Rage Against the Machine, Motley Crue, Alexa chose an 80s hard rock and metal station so she is getting to know me bit by bit nice and slowly I've also found an album by Max Richter called Sleep and it's well I love it Mark's not too keen it's just basically music that I put on to go to sleep to but I love listening to it I haven't tried listening to it in the day to be honest but if you want to look him up, Max Richter, and it's spelt Max, and then R-I-C-H-T-E-R. Right, now for the eyes. So things I've been reading. And this month, for July, uh, the chosen country was France. So I've learned a fair bit about Napoleon. And now 
Strangely enough, I didn't use it as an excuse to watch 14 sharp episodes. But who's to say I won't do that again in the future? Napoleon, whatever your thoughts on him, was a leader. His whole mindset was to just keep going. It's like he couldn't take no for an answer. His whole attitude and outlook I found fascinating. It's like he didn't even comprehend or consider that something he did or tried might fail. Amazing. Now, even though I've learned quite a lot about him, I definitely don't know enough to explain all of his exploits. So you can read about those or listen to those for yourself. By choosing a different country each month, I try to read things that I would not usually choose. And I've had some pleasant surprises, such as the Lebanon one a few months ago. The book was Between Beirut and the Moon. That's, that's just really stuck with me. Anyway, I'm currently reading The Three Musketeers. It's one of those books that's been on my to-be-read list for years, but I've just never gotten around to it. Well, where do I start? Wikipedia, our good old faithful Wikipedia, describes it as being in the swashbuckler genre, which has heroic, chivalrous swordsmen who fight for justice. Swash my buckles or buckle my swash swashies gosh can't even say it it's an excellent read i've since found out that there are two sequels and i didn't know the man in the iron mask involved the musketeers as well now this links very closely to the scene part as my previous knowledge of the musketeers stemmed from watching dog tangyan in the 80s years ago when i worked at blockbuster i bought the dog tangyan series on dvd i've started watching it the characters were just really memorable, but the main thing I found was how closely the story followed the book. So just in case you were unaware of what Dog Tanyan is, it's Dog Tanyan and the three musker hounds, and basically all of the characters are now dogs, but that's pretty self-explanatory really, isn't it? I've only seen the first five episodes so far. I think there's 24 or 26 altogether. So it may wildly deviate from it uh, as we carry on. Plus, I'm not sure how they're going to show all the deaths and debauchery in a kid's cartoon. Although, I've already seen that one cartoon dog has already been shot. I'm pretty sure that wouldn't happen nowadays. Um, Snowflake generation, anyone? Although, I shouldn't jest too much as I vividly recall watching All Dogs Go to Heaven at my Auntie Lynn's one night. This film came out in 1989, so we probably got it from the video shop over the road. Remember those video shops? About a year or so after it was released. I must have been about eight or nine years old. That film broke me. I was completely traumatised by a cartoon. Incidentally, that's another one I bought on DVD from Blockbuster, and I've never been able to bring myself to watch it again. I, I, I just can't do it. Turner and Ooch had a similar effect, so yeah, real dogs involved this time. Growing up, I'd had the plan of living on my own with a St Bernard, but with a hooch dog, so a dog de Bordeaux type dog. That would have been my second choice. Of course, once you've actually grown up and realise how much these pedigree dogs are, and how many mongrels need a home, well, we all know how that turned out into Wiggy. Wow, um, dogs appear to affect me a lot. 
A Dog's Purpose, which came out a few years ago, had a remarkably similar effect. And I think we need to move on from dogs on screen now. Another thing that I've watched, not to do with dogs, was a Napoleon documentary. Uh, Mark watched it with me as well. And we both thought it was really interesting, really enjoyed it. From what I've read and heard, as I've said, he seems like the type of person who doesn't believe defeat exists. Almost like he will get what he wants through sheer willpower. And it worked for a while. There's another documentary series we watched called How to Be a Tyrant. And it focused on different six different tyrants, so a different one each episode. But it links them all together in similar things they did but also what they were most well known for again i'm not going to go into detail if you want to give it a watch you can it's available on streaming services one last thing i do watch other things apart from documentaries if you can find it there's a documentary about the delorean cars and the man behind them all again no details just watch it if you can really eye-opening to be honest and the last one places we've been we took wiggy on a road trip to yorkshire the other week the other saturday i think to go and collect some cushions for the bed that's now in the van we took him to the seaside and he went in the sea no problem now wiggy doesn't really like water he avoids puddles unless it's to drink out of them doesn't like getting his feet wet doesn't like getting dirty or muddy won't go out in the rain i mean driving back through the moors in torrential rain probably wasn't the best idea you know i've seen the films where people break down and a friendly face stops to help and well yes you can probably guess the rest but that was a a lovely weekend and we don't know if he'd ever been to the seaside before but he seemed to cope with the water and the sand without any problem so i think we'll probably be taking him back at some point in the future and now it's time for the last part of the podcast the mindfulness section the technique i'm going to share with you today is from a book called mindfulness on the go and it's by a lady called anna black and this one is called opening to sounds we can't always control the sounds around us and although some may be pleasant there will probably be some that are not drilling outside the window a noisy neighbours, constant partying. Whatever the reason, unwanted noise can have a detrimental effect on us, both physically and mentally. But it's often the story we create around the noise that causes more suffering than the noise itself. Making sounds the focus in meditation is one way we can practice being with all sounds and that is changing our relationship to them so we can allow them to be there, even the ones we don't like. So to begin with, just make sure you're comfortable. Spend a few minutes observing your breath and how your body feels and then widen your awareness to include any sound that you can hear. And these sounds may be far away or perhaps close by, or even internal sounds from within the body. There's no need to try and hunt for them and seek them out. Just simply allow the body to pick up and receive sounds as if it were a radar almost. 
Notice when a sound is judged good, bad or neutral. Be curious about how sound affects you in the body, perhaps making you start with a jump or wince or even experience an overall softening. This is different for everybody. Notice when you begin to create a story about a sound and also notice any accompanying physical manifestations of that narrative. And it doesn't matter what the story is, but as soon as you notice it, acknowledge it and then just let it go. You can do this by becoming curious about how the story manifests itself in the body and exploring those sensations. At some point, widen your awareness once more to receive sounds and sometimes it can be helpful to narrow your awareness onto the breath for a moment or two before widening it out to include the sounds and just try doing that for a few minutes maybe you know different times of the day and to finish you would just bring your attention back to your breath opening to sounds as a practice can be done inside or outside it can be done for as long as you like and it really it can be done anywhere sitting on a park bench or in a busy cafe they'll both give you very different experiences sometimes the emphasis may be on pleasing sounds and at other times the opposite but remember that we're not trying to have a particular experience or even turn something we don't like into something pleasant we are simply learning to be with all experiences and the way I see is they are there we need to accept them and notice how we respond to them so I'm not trying to change our responses to them just be aware of what our responses are again any feedback on this technique will be greatly appreciated I hope it can be of some benefit to you if you've got this far thank you so much for listening and if you've got any questions or or any ideas that you know you've had about what i can do um either through my podcasts or on social media please get in touch you can email me now just email me say yes to yoga at hotmail.com or you can use my website email which is admin at say yes to yoga.co.uk on facebook i'm under say yes to yoga that's my page instagram account is curly girl yogini and my website which i try and upload these podcasts on as well or at least the links to them is www.sayyestoyoga.co.uk and hopefully i'll be back next month with another podcast thanks again for listening bye